Ladies and gentlemen, it's your buddy Gavin. We got the filibuster freestyle third annual finding the song of the summer this year for 2017 coming up just in a few with our buddy Roscoe P and our buddy Andrew Patterson on the House Party app. Filibusterfreestyle.com. Be sure to share us, like us, retweet, tweet, all that good stuff. Check us out uh, on Instagram as well. We're everywhere. We love you guys. We appreciate it. Here comes. 2017 filibuster freestyle the search for the song of the summer filibuster filibuster freestyle filibuster filibuster freestyle ladies and gentlemen coming to you live from the House Party app, it's been a while since we used the app, and we've got a first-time user and a first-time hater of the app, and I want to find out why, but first I'll introduce the guy who's used it and loves it, from Massachusetts, the Pioneer Valley, Playa, Roscoe P. Funk, Roscoe P., what's up, brother? Master of the three-way podcast, back at it. Right back where he started from, and live in Walpole, Massachusetts, the great Andrew Patterson, what is up, my friend? Oh, not much, not much, just, uh, you know, starting my evening off right by maybe turning Chris on the House Party app as well by him forcing me to watch Pace My House back and forth throughout it. the entire podcast. The worst I'm part is, throw up. For, so on the House Party app, for those of you unofficial sponsor of the week, uh, this is the first time we've done a three-way pod in which Roscoe P. has been able to see both myself and Andrew Patterson, and the thing about that is, I've gotten used to it. He always walks around during pods, which if you look at his ceiling, makes you very sick. So you need to look anywhere else, Roscoe P. Look, look at me. Look at yourself. Look yeah. anywhere else. Also, he never stops eating or drinking <laughs> during the podcast. But other than that, he's great. Andrew Patterson. Hey, it's a social occasion. It's a social event. What do you do with social events? Eat and drink. You probably don't pace, but you eat and you drink? Absolutely. So check it out. Um, you said a few, about 20 minutes ago, when we were telling you about joining the house party app, that there's no way you're giving this app your phone number. And I said, I want to know why, but I also want you to tell me in the podcast. So why is that? You know, it's not really out of like a strict, uh, privacy concern by any means. Let's not pretend it's like a proper concern. It just asked for your phone number. And then it said something about like SMS underneath, which I believe is like the text messaging. So I was nervous that it was going to find my contacts also in house party by just blast email by blast texting everybody in my phone, hey, come join me in the house party app. Yeah, it's, I don't think it does that, but I mean, valid concern. I think it sent out one to me when I did sign up that you were adding me. Well, I did actually request to add you, but that's okay. All right. I thought you were going to have some scandal there. I'm not going to lie. No, oh no, there's no scandal. I thought you were going to tell me that there's some kind I'm of like... sorry, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I could have saved you and said it's not a great story, but I decided to let you find out on the podcast. It's not a great story. I tell you what, you never know. And, and so, you know, we'll still go with House Party Unofficial uh, Sponsor of the Week. As is uh, Jamiroquai's video in which he's on the revolving floor because, again, Andrew Patterson looks like he's in Jamiroquai's video in which the floor is moving and he's not or vice versa. Walking up the walls? I'll yeah. sit. I'll sit. And music makes the people verge of reality. And then 
Uh, Miller Lite, because at least one of you guys is drinking Miller Lite. Roscoe, what are you drinking over there at the Western Mass real quick? Uh, I am drinking uh, the all-day IPA by the Founders Brewing Company out of the great state of Michigan, I believe. You are correct. Uh, also a favorite of one Carl Ray of the Yacht Rock podcast. But we're not here oh, to talk. The Yacht, the yacht nope. Rock guy. Not, yeah, not here to talk about Yacht Rock. We're here to do a third annual. Finding the song of the summer. This one is the 2017 edition. I am going on a limb because the first two years Andrew Patterson and I did this, we were having trouble at the time definitively calling a song of the summer. Last year, we had a couple of hot takes that actually came pretty damn close, but we just didn't really have a song of the summer. Andrew, do you right. re- remember any of those hot takes? I didn't get a chance to go back and listen to the archives. No, uh, and I think I sent you this message. I think I sent this to you as a text earlier. The only thing I really remember is there was this band, Camp, C-A-A-M-P, who yeah. maybe you had heard on like the viral top 50. Yeah. And they had the song Ohio. Yes. I yeah. don't know if you call the song. So kind of... Uh, in listening to that song, I ended up liking that song, and then I started listening to their album a lot. They only have one album out, but it's a good, uh, it's a solid album. So shout out to Camp. Um, but real band name of the week. The last song of the summer. Unfortunately for them, Ohio was not the song of the summer. But in some ways, it kind of was, since I ended up liking the band because of it. Okay, so it was an Andrew Patterson personal of my summer. It was, okay, so there you go. Um, and this year, though, I feel like we got a clear favorite. I feel like I know what it is. Roscoe thinks he knows what it is, but it might not be the same thing. And Andrew Patterson is not. Roscoe, Roscoe, why don't you tell me what you think I think the song of the summer is? Ooh. What do I think you think the song of the summer is? Well, because you're you're plugged into the social media and you have your finger on the pulse of popular culture. All ten of my fingers, like Curtis' fingers. (laughs) I think you're coming with the song... uh, that in its original form and in its remix form combined has like 800 million um, uh, streams on Spotify. The original video at last check has nearly 2 billion, that's billion with a B, views on YouTube, uh, not counting what the remix has because the remix doesn't have its own video. I think you're going with uh, Daddy Yankee, Justin Bieber, and whatever the other guy's name is, uh, Despacito. Despacito. In two languages. Hey, Pitbull, Newsflash. These guys figured out how to do a Spanglish song. Yeah. Rap Beef with Pitbull is back on, by the way. Okay? Rap Beef with Pitbull is right back on. And it's about to get real. And I'll tell you why, really quickly. One, Roscoe P. is right, and we're going to spend the rest of the podcast doing a number of things, including telling you why this song has to be the song of the summer. But Roscoe's working on a record called The Way Out, and he decided... Unbeknownst to me, but I love it and I am in, that if I'm going to get a chance to rap again on a Roscoe P. produced record, uh, the song has to basically be called Fake Rap Beef with Pitbull. And so yeah. I, I'm in. I am 100% in. Filibuster Freestyle approved. I, I think done. the genius part of that song is if you do put it to a rap song, is it no longer fake rap beef? You just make that's a gene, right? And the it's irony is, deal. it is a real rap beef about a fake rap beef about a guy. Yeah. yeah. But. Mind blown. Mind blown. It's an excellent, it's an excellent, excellent theory. So anyway, let me give you a couple hot takes on this song. And then I, I want to work through some contenders, some potential late summer installations. What you guys have for some of your favorite top kind of whatever songs that are in the emerging right now. But a couple hot takes uh, from the crack research team uh, on this one. 
including including uh, I took a field trip with with pundit Cindy Harrington to Puerto Rico. And this guy, Luis Fonsi, who's the other guy Roscoe uh, alluded to? Yeah, I think I said Fonsi. It's Fonsi. Oh, yeah. Luis Fonsi scam. Not to be confused with Bernie Madoff's Ponzi scam. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, Luis Ponzi, Fonsi, geez. He, he is like the, the crooner del crooner uh, of Caribbean Latin music. And when you add Daddy Yankee, who literally has his own star in, on the uh, – not the Hollywood, but the San Juan Hall of, uh, Walk of Fame – and, uh, and then you add Bieber for the English version and keep Daddy Yankee of Gasolina fame. As I said a few weeks ago when Roscoe came on and I did not bleep myself, that's effing fire. And did you, did you know Daddy Yankee is currently the most streamed artist on Spotify? No, I did not know that. That's a phenomenal stat, Roscoe P. I just, I just read that in, in my research for the... Uh, He's number one. Ed Sheeran is number two. We'll probably talk about number three. Is surprising. I want to save it for a forget zone. But yeah, Daddy Yankee has like forty million monthly uh, streams. Right, and so and so I guess that's my point. Like over a million a day. And my point, and actually, Andrew Patterson, maybe you can, you know, I'll, I'll make, I might deputize you as Pitbull's attorney here. But if Daddy, yeah. if Daddy Yankee is doing that in secret, and if this song is the first Spanish language number one in America since the Macarena came out. And Pitbull's been doing Mr. Worldwide for the last 15 years in between. Is it not true, sir, that Daddy Yankee is the true Mr. Worldwide, 315, or anywhere else? Um, yes, but I also don't think you know what an attorney does. But, uh, <laughs> yes, that's, that's a fair point. People don't forget. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> I was going to ask you to be his hype man, but I think you've just punted. So that's okay. Yeah, no, I can't be his hype man. I, I am the wrong uh, tree to bark up for that. Yeah, considering you were actually very emphatically in favor of me doing a rap video, a rap song with Roscoe P about my fake yeah. rap beef with him. All right, a couple hot, hot takes, guys. Roscoe, you mentioned Selena Gomez on the extended text-only version of the pre-show. What's got any hot takes on Selena Gomez? Um. Well. And going through some of this, I, I found uh, a song. Well, again, I agree. I think Despacito is so popular that may already be the song of the summer, at least in terms of you know popularity. In two but languages. I don't really like it in two languages. I don't, I don't like it in either language. Um, so <laughs> I, I went through and tried to find some songs that I wish would be the song of the summer. Sure. And one of the songs I really, really like, they just heard the other day in research, is a song called Bad Liar yes. by Selena Gomez. Um, it samples the baseline from Psycho Killer. Yes! Good, it does! Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, sure does. And uh, it's great. It's actually, it just, it's stuck in my head. Like, it's one of those things I had this, something in my head, just like in the back of my head doing work today. And I was like, what is that? Oh, that's Selena Gomez. That's right. I love that song. So yeah, Bad Liar by Selena Gomez. If I could pick the song of the summer, I would want it to be that. I don't think it will be, but that's a cool song. Okay, so here's my notes from May 31st because that's when I went into a baseball wormhole the next day. But I wrote number 20, Bad Liar, Selena Gomez. They pretty much steal baseline from Talking Head Psycho Killer. It sounds like they just actually borrowed it. Oh, no, I think they actually sampled That's what it. I mean. I, you know, I, I wasn't sure. I couldn't quite tell. Anyway, I also feel like it has a, some subtle like LCD sound system style lyrics. Like she's really branching out of this whole Disney thing. And – She's got a lot going for it, and she's got like seven or eight songs in the viral top 50 right now, and so does Bieber. They should get back together and just make the Louis Fonzie Disney World connection like official, you know what I mean? Yeah, 
Well, she's with the weekend now, I heard. Ew, I heard that. There's, there's another Starboy. Hello, Starboy. <laughs> Speaking of guys whose songs came out too soon, and by the way, I have Bad Liar in my striking distance category, Roscoe P. I yeah. feel like it's a good enough song and it's high enough up the charts. It could give Despacito a late summer run. Andrew Patterson. To put you on the spot, do you have any striking distance type songs? No, and I got to tell you what I've been thinking for the last three minutes. Are you ready? Yes. Is that there are some topics you cannot do any research on and bullcrap your way through a 30-minute conversation. I made a lit. I've done this my whole life. I can say about 30 seconds into that last three-minute Selena Gomez conversation, which you both had extended takes on a song I've never heard of, I realize, huh, I think my role is just going to be to pipe in with a, yup, <laughs> every two minutes. <laughs> well, actually, actually, this, your lack of research once again might work, and here's why. You clearly know the song Despacito, do you not? Yes. You clearly yeah. do not know this song that Roscoe nominated and I strongly seconded as a great song, which means... As of right now, it is not the song of the summer. Because you know it. It is not. Absolutely. And I'll, and I'll tell you, um, the only reason I had thought, what is it, Despacito, right? Yeah, Despacito. Despacito. All right, so, well, yeah. Uh, Despacito. That was the only song that came to my mind when I did, and I didn't even look it up because I can't get the name right. But my amount of research for the show was uh, flying back from D.C. with 100-something 8th graders. And the kids were singing that song and trying to figure out like what the lyrics were. Right. And I was like, eighth graders, seventh graders yeah. are going to be plugged into what the song of the summer is. Yeah. And uh, that's like- they're talking about this. They're trying to figure out what the lyrics are. I did the same with Rico Suave back <laughs> in the day. Uh, another another Spanglish hit. Yeah. So uh, uh, that was my uh, that was my crack research. My human thinking line approach to this. And well, once well, I did that... Well, two, two, things, I, two things on that. Real quickly, one of the reasons you're on is because you do, as a, as a school teacher, or your day job, you, you get a chance to hear what 7th and 8th graders are listening to, which is actually a staple of if they like it, it's probably super popular. But number two, I think you just stumbled onto a future podcast, which is the bracket for all-time Spanglish American, like hits in America that are in Spanglish. And I'm thinking Rico Suave... Despacito, Bailando, and a couple others are already in the Elite Eight. So we got to do this at some point. <laughs> yeah, that's a great bracket. That's a great bracket. Rico. <laughs> I think that's going to be a short show. I think you just named all of them. Yeah, Sublime. Sublime has... Um, Mucho gusto, me llamo Bradley. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Caress me down. That might even be the best one. That might be the best one. See? See? No preparation. Good Hot takes. On, Good thing I was on. Yeah, good that we had you on. Hot take, hot take. Uh, all right. All right. Here's my another 1993 music hot take. Back to your current song of the summer discussion. Roscoe P. Roscoe, back to you. Roscoe P. What do you think about Ellie Goulding, Selena Gomez, Julia Michaels, and pretty much every other female in that particular age and genre essentially trying to do their best Lord impression vo- vocally? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good call. Uh, I, but what about the actual Lord coming back? Good stuff, but I don't have anything in the top 50 here. But Greenlight by Lord. Yeah, Cindy Parrington a- likes that song. Mm-hmm. 
That's a sneaky song of the summer type song. I think a lot of the like, a lot of like the twenties uh, and thirties something ladies like Greenlight a lot. Yeah, but yeah, Lord, uh, I forgot Lord, it existed. So she really uh, blew up um, kind of right away. But yeah, that's good. I wouldn't have thought of that until you said it. But I think all of those she, she spawned a generation of, of women trying to sing like her. Yeah, I feel like a lot a lot of people, including Selena, who was up before her, is like, I'm going to sound right. like Lord and sell a lot more records, and right. she is. And not by records, I mean right. downloads. Uh, right. Hey, can I tell you guys what song I decided I absolutely hate, and you're not going to believe it because it's by one of my favorite artists of all time? Oh, can I guess? Can you guess? Of course that's you can. What I, that's what I like by Bruno Mars. Okay. It's great, it's great silver metal. Great silver metal. That's a song that I hate by an artist that I really like. Yeah, that's a terrible song. I don't enjoy the song, and I actually had it in the if it was going to make it, it peaked way too soon anyway category, but it is not. Not, not, not a great effort by Bruno Mars. Sorry, Bruno. We love you. Drill One Threes has done like two of your songs. But Roscoe, who's another artist with a song out this summer with a collaboration, a guy that we do, a guy that we like? A guy that we do? I mean, we play his music when we're Drill Threes gets together. Yes, I know. I didn't, I, didn't thought, I didn't think you meant like do. <laughs> Be a lot cooler if you did. Uh, <laughs> Let me give you. Let me give you a hint. Let me give you a hint. That's a song of a. Yeah, give me a hint. All the songs start with one of two phrases: either J J J J R or Jason Derulo. Yeah. by Jason Derulo. Swallow. That song stinks. Swala la la la. Stinks. That song stinks worse than the Doors. Yeah, no, it stinks. And I'm mad about it because. It's Jason Derulo, who's my boy. It's Nicki Minaj, who, you know, she makes hits in her sleep, okay? It's Ty Dolla Sign, who I really like his name because at one point my rap name was Gav Dolla Sign Dolla Sign. Um, and I just can't do it. It's, it's titled as a dance hall banger by Spotify. And I can see America liking it very, very much because of how basic it is and... I'm hoping I'm wrong and that America gives it no love because despite the fact that I love my man Jason Derulo, uh, this song blows. 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 Yeah. Beneath him. It's beneath him. And, and if you're a fan of an artist and they put out a song that you think is terrible, you hope that nothing happens with it because you don't want them to be encouraged to do that again, <laughs> a similar song again in the future. So actually, you're really rooting for the artist. Yeah, I'm rooting for, I'm rooting for Jason Derulo and not that song. Yeah, and I don't know what Swalala is, but I don't, I don't, I don't care to find out, sir. Um, well, I think it's just about drinking. I think it's about like doing shots. And what a bigger it's problem! Because I enjoy drinking, and so do the two of you. I mean, there's nothing wrong with drinking. We're doing it right now. And you lost me at hello, Jason Derulo, and you know. Yeah. I mean, everybody's looking for Did love. Whoa, whoa! Is that the reason? Not do a Jr. Hook. No, I don't think JR produced it, and that's his first problem. I don't think JR produced okay. it, yeah. That'd be like me doing a rap song without Roscoe Peace producing it. I mean, we all right. know how that turned out, don't we? Has it turned out? I started a podcast instead. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's done a, he's doing the apologies count. It's been a good year since you've done an apology, though. I mean, how good were those? Not very. <laughs> all right. I got a couple songs in the category of top dogs, it's theirs to lose if something were to magically happen to Despacito, all right? Uh, 
Roscoe, have you heard of the song There's Nothing Holding Me Back by Sean Mendez? Yeah, I listened to it last night. What do you think about that one? Well, first of all, I thought Sean Mendez was a girl forever. Strike um, one. Strike one. Because Sean Mendez sings that. What was the, the first big hit there? Hold on, I got it right here. I just pulled up the uh, the uh, filibuster freestyle song of the summer playlist on Spotify. Nice plug, uh, Roscoe P. Uh, Stitches. And that song Stitches. Oh, it's the same guy as Stitches. Yeah, that that's him. I thought for sure that was a girl who sang that, so I thought he was a girl. Um, you know, it's not really my flavor of ice cream. I suppose it's it's you know it's it's a good like one of these kind of songs. It's like a song in the summer kind of song. I didn't love yeah. it. I only listened to it once. You know, I'm sure I'm sure like I'm sure like Andrew students are gonna particularly the female ones are all over it. Yeah, I feel like that song's been is like came out too early though. Hasn't that been around for a while? I mean, maybe I, I just heard it last week, but I just started doing research for the song of the summer last week. Okay, um, but I, I hear middle school music way too like you know like that stuff. And again, that's that's why you're one of the pundits on this because you you have you 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 are have exposure to young young consumers via your your work and you know what they listen to. Uh, yeah. All right, Roscoe, I know you love this one. And my only question is, is this even the best song on this record, which is number five, Humble, Kendrick uh, Lamar? Well, here we go. I'm glad you brought him up. I was thinking the other day, I may have even tweeted this, I don't remember. I think... <laughs> what are you, Donald Trump? You don't remember your tweets? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I had to get it in. I had to get it in to Roscoe's tweets are not his policy. <laughs> <laughs> the tweets speak for themselves. Okay, okay. Um... So I, I pretty much, as much as I've been a fan of rap music for 25 plus years now, um, I, more than that, I pretty much uh, hate modern rap music, uh, or at least I did, but I'm thinking Kendrick Lamar may be like single-handedly making me like rap music again. Wow. I, I, didn't, I didn't even like him at first, because the first song I heard was that Swimming Pool song, which might be his worst song. Wasn't his best song, right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I, I like tuned him out right away, but he is phenomenally talented. This record, damn, is awesome. Uh, Humble, I think, might be my favorite song on it. I would love for it for, to be the song of the summer. I love that song. I'm not sure. Broader question: Can a can a pure hip hop song like that, without a catchy hook, be a song of the summer? Don't you need like a fancy pants chorus that everybody can sing along to? Little yeah. bit, little bit. Like for instance. I mean, even songs like, um, I mean, Gangster's Paradise, I didn't do research on 1994 Song of the Summer for this particular podcast because, you know, it was like 23. Hold on, I got it right here. Yeah. Okay. But LV singing the hook of Gangster's Paradise uh, is what made that song hit. Yeah. 94 was I Swear by All for One. Okay. Wow, I would have thought that was earlier. But Fantastic Voyage uh, by Coolio was number four that year. And that had a 70s R&B sample hook, come yeah. along and ride on a fantastic, and then so the rapping was, yeah, or like, for instance, my all-time favorite hook slash rap, This Is How We Do It by Montel Jordan, and I guess my favorite example, not my favorite song, but like, that song's good because he kind of like sing raps, it's easy to understand them, the ladies love it, the kids love it, it old people, it is- young people, black people, white people love it. People, baby. It'll always be comedy gold to me to have somebody just bust out. This is, you know, that was going to be way off beat, but you're what you're you're a little pitchy, a little pitchy. Yeah, uh, I. That's a no for me, dog. Conversation on the podcast before, 
I'm pretty sure I'm tone deaf. Uh, Gavin has seen me attempt karaoke. He might agree. Like, I'm not saying that in a... Well, anyway, I believe what you were looking for, Roscoe, can you do it, was... No. Okay. Montel Jordan? No, I'm not doing it. All right, but you guys are... are... But in any case, it'll always be comedy gold to me to have somebody bust that out and then um, something go horribly wrong. You mean like in the scene of Step Brothers when John C. Riley goes, this is how we do it, and he just jumps on the bed and crushes Will Ferrell like that? Uh, oh, yeah. 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 And it, it's, I've seen it in several other things, and I, I Step Brothers probably did it originally, but it gets me every time. Yeah, it's good stuff. So anyway, a nice sojourn into 1994, 1992, whatever. All right, so let's go. Ross you mentioned this artist. He's number three on the top 50 right now as of last week. Your boy, Mr. Download, that isn't Louis Fonzie, that isn't Daddy Yankee, Ed Sheeran, who my brother was mistaken for in Ireland uh, a couple years ago. Really? Really? Do you want to hear that story real quick, or do we have, we have time? It's a good story. It's worth it. It's a good story. Sure. It's worth it. So my brother's girlfriend, Helen, is from a really small town called Balahadrine in Ireland, and he goes home with her for a trip to visit her parents. And they're out drinking, because that's really all you can do in a small town in well, Ireland. Too. Right. And my brother, you know, has a very red beard, and he has very shaggy red hair. So, you know, in a vacuum, it could be Ed Sheeran. But, you know, if, if you look at him close, he's not Ed Sheeran. Not Ed Sheeran. And there was one, like, young, like, 20-year-old kid who kept being like, no, man, you can tell me. Like, you can tell me. You can tell me. And he kept trying to, like, get, like, selfies with my brother in the background and stuff. My brother kept, like, catching him because he's not Ed Sheeran, so he was not used <laughs> to having people do that. And so finally, he's like, dude, can we just get a picture? My brother's like, we can definitely get a picture, but I'm really not at Sheeran. He's like, wait, you're really not? And he's like, no. He's like, damn. Like, (laughs) (laughs) but anyway, I digress. What are your thoughts on Shape of You by Ed Sheeran, Roscoe P? You know, it's it's not as bad as I want it to be. Like, I want to really hate that song, and I kind of hate it, but it's not that bad. I think that's that's kind of that's another one that's been out for a little while too, right? Like that might have been a little early for Song of the Summer. Might have been a little early, but he is still rising in the charts, and he's at number three on the on the on the, on the uh, U.S. top fifty streams. And uh, you know, if any song I wrote this down last week, if any song has the chops and pedigree and almost timing to take this from uh, Luis Fonsi, I'd say it's probably this Ed Sheeran tune. I don't think this is going to quite get there, but I think it's got a shot. Yeah, it's got the right vibe for it. I mean, for me, the, the greatest song of the summer of all time, what is the Andrew Lapp again? What, what happened? <laughs> His dog's attacking him. The dog. The dog is attacking him. Yeah. Um, the greatest song of the summer of all time is uh, 2012's Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen. So yeah. that's the that's the kind of thing I'm looking for. And I think the Ed Sheeran song has sort of that, that kind of a vibe to it. Yeah, it's close. It's not as good. But, but it's, it's, it's that kind of thing. I do agree that not only were you taken by that song, but America was taken by that song in 2012. Yeah. Um, I do remember Julian Threes was playing a gig, and our very short-time sax player, Jimmy Boynton, decided to come in early, and Roscoe P. almost killed him on stage because he ruined Call Me Maybe. It was not okay. <laughs> oh, really? Did I almost kill him on stage? Really? You, were, you looked at me all funny because I missed my coming, and I'm like, well, he's blowing the hacks up my ear for no reason. <laughs> We never quite got that one down. The one we did get really well was 2013 song of the summer, Blurred Lines. Blurred Lines, uh, we got down good. Yeah. Uh, the now horrible human being, Robin Thicke. But um, but we uh, we nailed that one. But Call Me Maybe, we could never quite get. 
Yeah, I agree. You know why? It's that good of a song. Um, what do you guys think about this song by Bieber? It's number two last week. It's called I'm the One. And it's Bieber with Quavo or Quavo. I think it's Quervo, maybe. It's uh, not Quervo. It's, it's, it's Quavo. Quavo. We got DJ Khaled, Chance the Rapper, and Lil Wayne. They clearly went yeah. for like an A-list star power collabo model. Um, I think it's got an overly simple beat and structure. But the guest verses give it a lot of potential to make a move on, on Despacito. What are your thoughts there? Right. Uh, yes, I think so. This would be one of those. I definitely think it has the chops. Like if there's a song that's going to take over Despacito, it's probably I'm the one because it has major, major star power. Um, it would not be my pick because I think it's kind of stupid, actually. Yeah. Uh, despite all the, all the talented people on there. And I, I want to bring him up again later, but Quavo um, is he's in Migos. He's one of the Migos. And those and are your boys. I, I mentioned before uh, the, the third most popular guy on Spotify right now is actually Quavo. It's it's Daddy Yankee, Ed Sheeran, and Quavo because he's on all these. Yeah, he's, all these he's on a ton of these. He's on a ton of these songs. Right, plus all the Migos stuff. Um, so he's he's like a, a huge huge star right now. He might, he's he's more relevant than Lil Wayne is right now. Certainly with this with this generation, like, Good Old Wayne's been gone for a while. Yeah, I'd argue um, that Quavo is like he's like Little Wayne. What Little Wayne used to be, being on every record, that's Quavo now. I got so, you, yeah, Andrew. Kind of star power. I, I think the song's kind of stupid. I, I'm not gonna root for it, but that could take over. Andrew, do you, are you familiar with the song "I'm the One" by Bieber? I, I'm honestly not that familiar with. It's with Bieber stuff, does he is he not stream on Spotify? No, he does. Uh, I, I he think does. it's actually, it's technically a DJ Khaled. Yeah, it's not Bieber. It's DJ Khaled. Yeah. Okay. But for um, I'm sure it's one of those things. If I heard it, I would know it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because I I know most of I guess most of his songs, but he doesn't have like the the, the following that he used to, does he? Or is he still? Uh, I, oh, I think he's coming back. Yeah, he is. Okay. Secretly, all of a sudden, it's the summer of Bieber. I think. And that was the summer of Bieber like two years ago too with Skrillex when he did that Jack U stuff. So it's like, yeah. can he? This is going to be outside of the song of the summer discussion, but maybe a music diversion. Can he pull off a Timberlake. Do you think he can pull off a Timberlake? Go from like poppy teen sensation to legitimate real artist, like. On the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, best I, friends. I would go. Um, my immediate hot take would be: I think he could be a, he, he could pull off being a well-off but not millionaire's version. Like he's a he's a poor man's version, or like a middle-class income version of JT. Maybe if he keeps playing his cards right. JT's fire. Like- Have you guys seen that JT commercial with Christopher Walken for Buy Water? Yeah, it's really funny. It's phenomenal. I mean, JT. Yeah. Can- if you had. Had me try to predict when we were in college what Justin Timberlake would have become. I never would have predicted that. Like, I enjoy Justin Timberlake. I think he is a, uh, I respect him as an artist. Um, yeah. I like The fact too. that the three of us in our in our mid to late 30s are all like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with JT. Considering where JT was for us in 1999, dude, right. what a pull off. I, yeah. I picked JT for Song of the Summer last summer. You sure did. You sure did. That's can't fight the feeling. Which I think kind of won by default, because last summer had no song in the summer. Well, right. I think most people give it to One Dance by Drake. Nah. I just don't think it was there, though. It's definitely not unanimous. Like, when you say Call Me right. Maybe, when you say Blurred Lines, I say absolutely right. twice. Right. Absolutely. 
And I think 14 and 15, we just didn't quite have it in 16 too. And then finally, we had to go back to the old Macarena model, the old Rico Suave model. Yeah, the old Rico Suave model. Been studying that for years. Cut it pretty, cut it pretty, ship it. I'm buying that one. All right, let's let's move on to some sleepers. Uh, Roscoe, stay by. I got a good one. By oh, Zed I'm, and Ale- Ale- Alacia Cara. Have you heard that one? It's like a chain smokers ripoff. Just heard it today, uh, leaving work. Um, not bad. Not bad, right? Like it, like the better than I thought. Yep, not bad. How about I, another Selena? Yeah, I do it. Uh, Go ahead. What's your neck? What's your sleeper? Well, I have a sleeper. I forgot what it's called, though. I got a. Oh, okay. It's called Strip That Down. Um, it's by uh, Liam Payne of One Direction. Uh huh. Uh, his, in fact, I think this is his only solo song. Yeah, so, I got it in uh, here. Quavo's on it. And Quavo's on it, right. This was going to be when I brought up Quavo. Yeah, yeah, that's my, that's my sleeper. That's a good one. Strip that down. You know what it has is that crossover party, like dance party appeal. Right. Like it's got that crossover appeal, probably because it's One Direction and a guy from Migos. Well, that's, yeah, right. And, and a lot of young people are going to like it because it's a guy from One Direction. Yeah, I like Strip That Down a lot. Uh, I had that actually in my striking distance category. Um, how about Peak Too Soon? I got um, something just like this with Chainsmokers and Coldplay. It's a Chris Martin vehicle. Um, I don't know. There's a song called Thund- <laughs> Thunder by Imagine Have Dragons. Have hit Chainsmokers like overindulgence though? I mean, I think that's starting to come back on them already, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think they basically owned they owned like the fall of 2016 through like the spring of 2017, and now people are a little mad at them for being everywhere. I mean, they're, they're, it's Macklemore. They're Macklemore version uh, 2.0. Mm. To the point where actually, I feel like some of these songs, I feel like they are chain smokers, and I'm shocked when they aren't chain smokers. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's not chain smokers. That's someone trying to be chain smokers. Perfect. I actually heard a cool song called Slow Hands by Niall Horan, which might actually be a country song, but I kind of like it. Oh, uh, okay. It's got like a twinge of folksiness. It's not bad. Uh, Isn't he also a One Direction kid? Is he? I was going to say, I think he is. I think he's a One Direction kid, I, so it's I probably not a country all of the song. One Direction guys are now doing solo stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like to call them five directions. different directions, and they're a great, they're a great spinoff band. Directions. Fake band name of the fake solo artist of the week. Five different directions. Five different directions. Five guys, five calves. <laughs> More like limos. Uh, how about how about the uh, the Cure by Lady Gaga? It's at number forty, but it's rising. I feel like Gaga is always in striking distance, even at number forty. You guys heard that one? No. Yeah, I I heard it today. Um, and- uh, not my favorite Lady Gaga song. Yeah. Because um, Poker Face is the un- unquestioned champion of Lady Gaga. Or Bad Romance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, and it also, what did that sound like? It sounded like something else. I forget. I was listening to it and I was like, oh, oh it sounds like Ace of Base. Yeah, a little it bit. Sounds like, it sounds like The Sign by Ace of Base. But wasn't The Sign like a number one hit back in the 90s? I'm not saying it was a summer song. Well, yeah, but like that already happened. Like, don't you know? It's just it's like yeah. derivatives. You know? uh, like, so did the Macarena. Anyway. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, 
All right, what about Galway Girl? I think it's, it's kind of going the wrong way, but Ed Sheeran's Galway Girl, I think it peaked too soon. But I could see that song being enormous up where you guys live in the Northeast. Like I could see every 14% and higher Irish-American girl being like, yup, Ed Sheeran, Galway Girl, that's about my life. Sure, I, I haven't experienced the, much of that, but I think that's a good that's a good take. I will say, I was thinking about Ed Sheeran. So when I had your your playlist on the shuffle, um, the Ed Sheeran song ended, and immediately after it was "Crying in the Club" by Camilla Cabello. Good one. And honestly, I wasn't even sure the Ed Sheeran song ended. It's like almost literally the same song. Really? I really? It's yeah. Like there's a, the one deep rest, and then it just picks up with the same song. I think it's got a really good hook, though. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's not bad, but it's just all these songs kind of sound the same, I guess. They do, especially in the, especially from like fifty to like thirty. They're all the same version of each other. Um, speaking of a guy with a couple songs, there, the famous DJ Calvin Harris has a couple different hits. One, I believe, with your boy Quavo. Because <laughs> he's on every song. It's like a law. It's like yeah, it's yeah. I think uh, Trump signed that executive order yesterday that Quavo has to be on every other song that comes out this summer. Right, right. Oh, no, here it is. There's a song called Slide by Calvin Harris with Frank Ocean and Migos, which it, it's actually my favorite song of the summer. That's, oh. that's mine. That is your personal song of my the summer. My personal song of the summer is Slide by Calvin Harris, Frank Ocean, and Roscoe's fans, Migos, Bad and Bougie. Bad and Bougie. Cook it up dope in the crock pot. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Roscoe, can you tell Patterson and I what the story you you tweeted about this or you Instagrammed about this? You you used that line on someone like at work or something, and they just didn't know the song. And what can you just give us the quick take on that? Yeah, it was like you know, it was like a fairly young person. It was right before Memorial Day weekend. It was like a couple days before, and they were like, "What are you doing this weekend?" And I was like, "Oh, nothing. Probably just cooking up dope in the crock pot." <laughs> And I just kind of let it sit, like, of course, that's A, a joke, and B, everybody knows that song. Who hasn't heard Bad and Bougie? And, uh, and she didn't get it, and there was just, like, this awkward, her looking at me like, oh, you're actually a drug cooker uh, guy? And I had to be like, no, that's a song, I'm just kidding, I'm, you know. I, <laughs> and more importantly, I'm, really, I'm, I'm going to admit at my day job that my night job is making cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm not cooking the drugs. I might be using some of them, uh, not not cooking them in my crock pot, as I suggested. Yeah, I mean, you don't even have a crock pot. That's true. I don't even have a crock pot. Yet. That was a total so guess, I'm and I totally won. Andrew, you have a crock pot. I don't use it that much. I don't love the crock pot. I'd rather, I like the act of cooking. The crock pot is like throw it all on something and then turn it on for eight hours and then come back. I like right, cooking. So go to work all day and come back. Yeah. yeah. The crock pot, cooking with the crock pot is like Jason Derulo slumming it with swa-la-la-la. That's what I'd like to say. Yeah. That's a hot take that's on my, the Crock-Pot. That's, that's a hot take. Uh, what do you guys think about Miley Cyrus finally coming back in the summer jam called Malibu? You guys heard this Don't one like yet? Don't like I have it. not heard that one yet. All right, now, Roscoe. Yeah. Many people listening around the world may think that you don't like it because you don't like Miley Cyrus, but I would like to point out to them that in what I believe was 2011, when the song of the summer was Party in the USA, you were all on board on that one, too. Well, we've performed Party in the USA numerous times. Next one song. Um, I do kind of like that song, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't like the song. Here's my take on it. If I can come around eventually on Party in the USA, I feel like I can come around on anything. Um, 
Plus, she happens to be dating one of the Hemsworth brothers, and one of those brothers gave uh, Patterson and I some love when we were doing, um, what's that show we did, Andrew? The Westworld. Westworld. And if the Hems Dogs brother's girlfriend could put out a song called Malibu, I can at least mention it on the pod because he's a friend of the show. That's all I'm saying. Uh, how many of those brothers are there? Tres, senor. Tres. The that are famous. Three, there's three famous three. ones. Okay. Now, if there's a fourth right. one who's like a pharmacist somewhere, that's cool, too. And is that the one Miley is dating, the pharmacist, the fourth, the fourth Hemsworth? No, I think like the one who's like really handsome, but not the most, the one who's like, there's like, oh, wait, wait a second, they're all really handsome. Anyway, I think oh, it's the guy who... Hey, come on the podcast, guys, come on, come on, come on on the app. I'll put my phone in for you. <laughs> <laughs> See, no, no research necessary for this guy. Um, I think he's the guy who isn't Thor and isn't the guy from Westworld. He's the other, other Hemsworth. Like the Billy Baldwin of the Hemsworths. Right. He ain't out. Stephen Baldwin of the Hemsworths. Maybe the Stephen Baldwin of the Hemsworths. Oh. Whatever. Good for Miley. Party in the USA. Um, Roscoe, any jams that I've missed on your end that you think need to be up in here? Wait, are you guys calling Stephen Baldwin the jobber Baldwin? Is that, is that what you're saying? No, well, like Danny Baldwin. Like, he's the one who's gone like super right wing and like super oh, Christian and doesn't have fun anymore. I just meant more of like all the other Baldwins are like crazy, but he's like not fun crazy. Well, which one was in Usual Suspects? Wasn't that Steven? Yeah. Yeah, see? Doesn't he have like a lifetime pass for being in Usual Suspects? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, Andrew hates movies and I love movies, so I'm going to say maybe. Yeah, I mean, I like The Usual Suspects the first time I saw it, and then it quickly moved into one of the most overrated movies. Uh, oh, false. For me, I, I just think it's not, like, rewatchable. Like, the first time I watched it, I was all blown away. You know, you it's really I'm not going to pretend I saw it coming or anything like that. But right. then that was the best part of the movie to me, was ah, that, see, that twist. And so when it was gone, I just didn't like the movie as much. Yeah, fair enough. Roscoe, are you familiar with Are you familiar with It Ain't Me by I think it's Kygo with Selena Gomez? See, that is the Selena Gomez song that I wanted to make fun of you guys for the extended Selena Gomez takes earlier, but I couldn't because I was holding on to the fact that I will admit I actually really like this song. Yeah, it's, I pretty, like this song. it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, it is. No, like, I literally wrote, might be a little too Club Euro, not enough pop appeal for older Americans, like, I mean, like, our parents' age, but, like, I could see really young kids, like, elementary school liking it, and I could see, like, people in their 20s and, like, young moms liking it, and apparently Andrew yeah. Patterson and myself and yeah, Roscoe P. liking it. Come on, hit me up, young moms. We'll listen to Selena Gomez in AB together. You can change your kid's diaper, and we'll see where the afternoon goes. House party app. Holler. Yeah. <laughs> We'll throw on a little Yacht Rock mix from a Carl Ray. We'll see what oh, happens. Fill yeah. freestyle approved. A little ambrosia. Here we go. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> uh, all right. A couple more that I want to get in here for sure. Um, all right. You got Roscoe said crying in the club, which I love. Good call. How about Mama by Jonas Blue and William Singh? It's like a – it's got one of those like – it's – it's this is my one, guys. This one I think is my. I mean, I don't love it, but I can see moms, kids, like I could just see this one getting there. It's called Mama by Jonas Blue, and it's the chorus and the message is something that I can see. Like, 
I can see Middle America getting behind. Is it? Is it not? Wait, I might know it. Is it not like poppy or dancey at all? No, it's kind of like folky, but like in like a Mumford and Sons way. Okay, if I think I've heard it. If I'm remembering I mean, it right. I don't know that like a, like a song like that can ever truly be the song of the summer. I think like just by definition alone, it has to have that poppy, like dancey, something people are going to break out at like the height of the party. That's what the song is. Yeah, like, but it's got a little bit of that like stomp height. factor. It's got kind of that like, you know, like barn, barnyard brawn, like, you know, that like kind of like the barnyard dance stomp factor to yeah. it. But I know what you mean. All right, Roscoe, let me give you this one because it, it also features your boy. Quavo! Goes without uh, yeah. Uh, it's an honorable mention because I don't think it's going to get there, but it's one of my favorite ironic artists of 2015, the famed artist who wrote White Iverson, Post Malone, oh, yeah. with a song called Congratulations featuring Quavo. What are your thoughts on that one? Yeah. Stinks. Oh, man, do I not like that song. Yeah. Uh, and, and Post Malone is just like one of those guys, I, I don't get it, like... When I first heard him, I thought it was a joke. Like I thought he was like a, it was like a guy making fun of music like that. <laughs> and like he's like a big star. Like I don't get why Post Malone, why anyone has spent more than five seconds listening to Post Malone. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't even get through it. I listened to, I couldn't get through the first minute of that song. I had to shut it off. I had a feeling you'd hate it, and I'm really glad that I was yeah. right. <laughs> hate it. Yeah. Because once I heard about your undying like appreciation for Quavo, I'm like, I'm gonna get him on this one. I actually don't really. I'm I'm more impressed that he's uh, so popular. I don't actually think he's all that good. But you know, would, would you say the other like guy him. in Migos is your is your favorite? No, I don't. I don't really like Migos. I just like Bad and Bougie. I don't really like their other songs. I just got into that song mostly because of Jimmy Fallon and the Roots. If you guys haven't seen Bad Bougie with Office Supplies, uh, uh, it's on YouTube with Jimmy Fallon and the Roots. You should. That will make you like. That's so much better than the actual song. I like um, to hear it. It makes you like the actual song more. I like that song. I'm not really big on Migos. Though. So I'm going to... Things I learned today. I did not realize Migos was two guys. Three guys. Three guys. All I could think of before was that that name sounded like a 1990s WWF wrestler. Like, <laughs> that was, I didn't realize it was three different guys. Like It was a group. It's a group, yeah. From yeah. Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, Migos. Migos. Shout out to Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Good for you guys. Uh, Roscoe, how about one more here? It's um, Pretty Girl Cheat Codes by Maggie Linderman. Have you heard this one? Nope. I don't think it made my uh, playlist, but it's actually pretty good. It did. I'm looking at it. It's right here. I just didn't listen to it. It's yet. got girl. It's got, I got like it's like a girl power anthem, bachelorette party like anthem written all over it, and I can see like a million cheerleader routines and like homecoming games dances with this song. It might be like the song of the fall. Um, okay. like the song cheerleader was a couple summers ago. I feel like this one's not as over the top about cheerleading, but I can see this one being like the girl power anthem in the fall. Cause cheerleader was definitely about cheerleading. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <that> <laughs> Hot take from two years ago. It is the second best cheerleading song about cheerleading <laughs> of the last two years. Bailando. Bailando. You guys all know that Despacito is basically by Lando, and it's totally fine with me. Totally yeah. fine with me. I mean, all Drake's songs sound okay, and they're all number one. Yeah. And that's real. Uh, all right, guys, any other songs you want to cover? Do you think – I mean, I just don't see anything catching Despacito until Labor Day. I just don't. 
I've got a couple others to throw out there that didn't make your playlist that we haven't talked about yet. Yeah, please do. Uh, one is again, it's a it's a rap song. Excuse me. So I don't know if it's really if it can really be a song of the summer. It's just not catchy enough. But it's called Mask Off. Uh, yeah, it's by Future, and and actually, um, I like the remix because Kendrick Lamar is on it. Yeah, I heard that one. It's good. It just blows away uh, Future with the second half of the song. But the beat is amazing. And it even, like, Future, I can't stand. It even, he even sounds okay because the beat is so strong. And then Kendrick's awesome at the end. So that's one. And then one that just, maybe a, a late uh, Dark Horse here because it just came out, like, last week, I think, uh, is a song called Swish Swish. It's uh, Katy Perry okay. and Nicki Minaj. Um, just came out. Could be a... A dark horse, kind of late summer because it's because it's new, and also we should not forget about uh, Drake. Still has has songs out there, and he's a huge summer guy. A lot of the things I was reading suggest his song "Passion Fruit" yep. uh, is kind of tailor made for a song of the summer. I'm not really into Drake or that song, but a lot of people are. That could be another one, or, or really any of the, the Drake songs on that record could sneak up and take over as a song of the summer, just like he did last year. Yeah, what song did you think blew up last year? Remind me. Uh, one dance. Oh, my fault. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Got it. And then Andrew, I know you did extensive research. Have we missed any of the ones that you had? Uh, no, you have missed zero of the ones I, I had. Um, <laughs> because I had Despacito and didn't even bother to figure out what the name was. Um, and mistakenly for most of the night, I thought it was Besitos, like kisses in Spanish. Uh, oh, Besos. Um, see, si, see. Si. Yeah. Which it is not. So. No, actually... I looked Once up. again, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Way to bring value to the podcast. Well, I'll tell you what. The good news is filibusterfreestyle.com will have all the show notes. Uh, Spotify has the Song of the Summer Filibuster Freestyle playlist as Roscoe P. So expertly plugged. Uh, yeah, you should add a couple to that that we talked about. We tonight. should certainly That's do good. that. I, I believe we, you know, send me the notes or you can do it yourself. I think it's an open playlist. If it's not, that's okay. Uh, now, how many how many playlists does Filibuster Freestyle have on on Spotify? Well, this is actually our only one because technically Kala Kalada started the other one for the for the Yacht Rock one. Okay, so I think that you should start getting guests. I would love for Chris Orozco to put together like a ten song Filibuster Freestyle playlist and then do an episode about why he picked those songs. Why those are your like ten songs you're putting on like a. You know, but you'd have to give, be given a scenario, not just 10 songs. Yeah, we really got to narrow it down very, yeah. uh, make it very specific. Like maybe for our all Spanglish pop American song all bracket Spanglish. playlist? There you go. But I think for the brackets, for those things you've been doing, it's time to put out some playlists for them as well. And let hey, me listen and uh, make yeah. a decision, you know? We are always growing here in the filibuster freestyle. I mean, who to thunk it? Spotify playlist, anybody can do that, but not three years after they start the podcast. Right. <laughs> That's I took the long way home, you know. <laughs> but you got home. But I got home. All right, boys. Listen, stick around for a minute. I'm gonna I'm gonna end it there, and I'll be editing this uh, probably very very little because frankly it was it was just sensational conversation as always. Magical. It was magical top to bottom. Roscoe P. Uh, thanks for being on. Stick around. Andrew Patterson. When's the last day of school, buddy? Yeah, uh, don't know. <laughs> the 28 something you're a teacher and you don't know when your last day of school is and it's June no 
It's like three weeks, I think. 21st, 22nd, 23rd, one of those days. Strong ending. We'll leave it there. Philbusterfreestyle.com. Check it out now, brother. Philbuster Freestyle. That's the end of the podcast, folks. Follow us on Facebook and subscribe on iTunes. Thanks. This is the end of the podcast.